0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This is live coverage from ABC News. Here is ABC News correspondent Aaron Katursky. Britain's decision to leave the European Union sent stocks plunging around the world, and the Dow was no different. We're awaiting the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. The Dow is now down about 3%, 527 points. That hasn't been the worst of it all day, but it's pretty darn close. ABC's Brad Milkey is down on Wall Street. Brad, good afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, Aaron. It's a lovely day here on Wall Street, but you might not know it to see these tired, rumpled traders who got those early morning wake-up calls. The news came as a shock to a lot of them. Many of them had bet on Britain remaining in the EU, and that sent an already fragile economy into this full-blown panic, uncertainty over what would happen to stocks today. But bigger questions, of course, Aaron, over trade with Britain and whether this could spur a revolt among other EU nations.
1: Something like a departical or a checkout or an it leave the terms that have now been thrown around, though nobody knows for sure, and as funny as those terms may sound, they do have very real consequences, and we saw that play out today at a number of different fronts, not only the stock market, where the Dow is now down about uh, 3% as we near the closing bell, but also uh, on the oil markets, where oil plunged 5% thinking that demand may not be as great in the near future as it might have been. We also saw investors run into safer turf, like gold and bonds. I want to turn to J.J. Kinahan of TD Ameritrade on what you've seen today, J.J.
2: Well, Aaron, I think you're 100% right. We had an unknown happen, and the natural reaction for the markets when something surprises them is to sell stocks and buy government bonds. That's exactly what we saw play out. The one thing I will say is that it it, it was a really bad day. Don't get me wrong. But if you look what's happened since March 17th, we basically traded between 2030 and 2100 on the S&P 500. You know, as we look right now, we're closing above that 2030 mark. We're going to close right around 2043. So, again, it's not a time to panic. It was a very bad day, so I think people have to... uh, take that into consideration when they look at days like today. When
1: no one knows for sure what's going to happen, the imagination of investors takes over. J.J., that seemed uh, like investors mentioned the worst.
2: Uh, you know, people often do, and they hear the headlines, and we, we saw particularly those companies that may be ex- exposed to Britain uh, or even Europe as a whole. Some of them certainly took it on the chin today. But overall, as I said, it's the low end of the range right now. This is where the test really begins starting next week. Are we able to have cooler heads prevail over the weekend and find some buyers? Or does the selling continue, which if that happens, then we, we look at the market completely differently.
1: No surprise that banks seem to take it the worst today. They probably have the most to lose on all of this.
2: Well, they do, and also, if you look at the fact that it was just a month ago, Aaron, we're all talking about an interest rate raise. Now that seems to be pretty much off the table for 2016. So we're going to start the earnings season in a few weeks. It's going to be very interesting, the picture that the CEOs are going to paint, because there's been this expectation that, you know, in very simple terms, banking making money is taking in deposits and putting out loans. And if interest rates go up, that spread increases. Well, that spread's not going to increase and, in fact, has decreased slightly over the last few months, which is going to be directly to the bank's bottom line and hurt their earnings and maybe hurt their future prospects of earnings, hurting growth for the U.S. economy.
1: J.J. Kinahan at TD Ameritrade as we approach the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. Probably couldn't come soon enough. The Dow is down nearly 3.5% now, more than 600 points. ABC's Brad Milkey is down on Wall Street. Brad?
0: And, Aaron, interestingly, this was always going to be a big day on Wall Street. This is the day that 2,000 stocks were set to be adjusted on the Russell Indrex. So all week they were checking computers, stress testing their systems, probably not knowing what a wild ride Friday would be, but the Dow opened down more than 500 points, leveled off a little bit, but then a sell-off came, and now here we are.
1: Here we are at the closing bell. You can hear the applause. I'm not sure people mean it, though. With the Dow down 600, pro forma on the balcony there at the New York Stock Exchange. Financial markets have been worried for months about what a British exit from the EU would look like. And there's the closing bell. may be the cheers and applause of relief as the trading day comes to a close in New York. The Dow closes down more than 600 points, nearly 3.5% billions of dollars in market value erased. The worst day on Wall Street since August of last year after the British vote to exit the European Union. J.J. Kinahan at TD Ameritrade is with us to react to this news now. The day's in the books, but I guess it's the days going forward that are really going to uh, to, to tell us what we need to know.
2: Absolutely, Aaron. We, we have a, you know, you talked about some of the other countries that this could affect earlier in Europe. We have an election in Spain on Sunday night, and so all eyes will be watching that to see if there's going to be a change in policy there, and if, if this was just the first step with the Brexit, of other countries and and, and what this really means for the European Union as a whole. Uh, And, again, uh, taking that back to the stocks of the U.S. that do business, a lot of business in Europe, this is going to have a direct effect on their earnings and their bottom line. And it's interesting you mentioned August because if you look over the last five years, we've had nine days that have had 3% or more to the downside moves, and actually six of those have been in August.
1: What did you tell your clients today, JJ? JJ.
2: Uh, I I think the the big thing we tried to stress, again, is it's not the time to panic. We're at the low end of the range. That being said, don't try to catch the falling knife. If you think it's the time to buy some stocks, do do so in a small amount. Give yourself room to be wrong in case the sell-off does continue. Think about average price, not I'm calling the exact bottom of the market. People who are successful over time in the market tend not to buy that many bottoms or sell that many tops. The trend is usually your friend.
1: J.J. Kinahan at TD Ameritrade, thanks very much. On a day when the Dow has closed down more than 600 points, more than three and a quarter percent after the U.K. votes to leave the European Union. You may be looking for bargains, J.J., but people were in no mood for stocks today. Investors race to safer turf, gold, and bonds, utility stocks that pay dividends. And next week, a new week of trading. I'm Aaron Katursky. You've been listening to live coverage from ABC News. ABC News, honored for the third straight year with the Edward R. Murrow Award for overall excellence in radio and television. ABC News, America's number one news choice.